What's going on, everybody? It's uh, Frankie and Chinook with another episode of No Father, No Problem. What's going on, Chinook? Uh, not just another day, Frankie, with the beautiful, beautiful weather here in Southern California. Yes, sir. Love it. it. Can't beat our weather. Anyway, today we got a special guest, a family member. Um, her, you know what? I don't know her last name. She recently got married, and I, <laughs> I, I don't know your last name. Uh, Sandy used to be Flores. Right. Now you're Sandy Ramirez. Ramirez. Yeah. Oh, that's a good exchange. That's a good exchange. I know some people that get married and the last name they take is terrible. Well, yes, yes. Uh, Sandy La- La- Lambda Verde. Oh, you should have kept Flores. You know what I mean? You know, I married a white boy, but I still ended up with the Mexican last name. <laughs> yeah. We're so Mexican, it transformed it. Uh. Hey, you get a higher credit and street credit. Yeah. <laughs> all around, all yeah, around. Yeah, man, you can cover all the bases, you know? <laughs> Wait, so, today we're coming from East, East LA. Yes, yes, yes. Today, uh, uh, this is our first remote um, recording. Yes. And uh, we're trying to uh, get out. We're trying to expand and uh, go to different locations so that it opens up the range of, of guests. Yes, yes. Yeah, a lot of people don't like people traveling all the way to Covina, you know, on a Friday with traffic. That just, you know, it eliminates a lot of our guests. They're tired and we, get, we understand no, that. No, and when they get there, they look gassed. Yes. They already yes. look like they're tired and they want to go home. You know? they, look, they already did the podcast by the time they get there. So you, you feel bad for them. So we're we're here at a restaurant. We're in uh, East Los Angeles. We're on the corner of Cesar Chavez and Moss. Address mm-hmm. is 2715 East Cesar Chavez in uh, East Los Angeles called Las Flautas. So if you hear the background noise, you hear dishes or somebody screaming this is because we're uh, we're in a public location in the middle of a restaurant yeah perfect man yeah, yeah. So, so so far so good and the bichilas are pretty good right sandy oh yes they are yeah <laughs> i like when they uh, this got celery salt i can taste it oh i love mm, when they use celery I, salt I, for it. Taste the celery. I thought it was they had actually like put some in there yeah i think so. I the salt is pretty salt. good mm-hmm. well i'm loving the coffee and the guacamole <laughs> i'm the business <laughs> driver yeah like that would change anything frankie but go ahead <laughs> frankie how's a How's your week going? Um, you know, good week, man. Uh, good week, full of a, a full schedule of kids' sports. Wow. It's insane how much we practice and they play. But, yeah, go ahead. How many how many kids do you have in sports? Just one. Just one? <laughs> how, is that, how is that a full schedule? What are you, a pro or something? <laughs> it might as well be because, uh, you know, you got uh, usually two games a week, two practices with a voluntary fifth practice or, or fifth day. And then, uh, you know, so it's a full week, and then I drag my daughter with me, so, I mean, you know, it's a full, full schedule, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember those days having kids and, and having different practices, different places, different schools. Oh, yeah, that was... And the funny thing, man, I love it because I love sports, and I just hope I don't burn out my son because then he's going to hate it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I keep yeah. nudging him forward, but I, I, I don't want to, like, push too hard because then he might, he might hate it, and then uh, it'll be the end of me, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine he gives those sports, it takes, like, an art class. You know, oh, oh damn. Well, 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 what would I have to do, you know? Like, yeah. dude. Just die. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the end of you, right? Might as well, man. Yeah. So, um... Let's start with the, the the questions. You know, we got Sandy here, and uh, Sandy is uh, recently married. Mm-hmm. Her husband is in what branch of the military? Army. He's in the army, mm-hmm. and right now he's currently stationed in Germany. Germany. Mm-hmm. So that that is a long distance relationship. That is there. a yeah. very long distance. <laughs> can you FaceTime him? Um, I can try. He's no, no, no. I'm not saying right now. I'm not saying right now. No, no, no. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, usually on weekends, usually on weekends, it's hard during the week because it's not only a long distance, but like the time difference, it's nine hour difference. Mm. So like oh, man. when I'm getting ready for work, heading to work, he's like just finishing his day. So by the time I'm out of work right now, usually he's asleep today, you know, it's Friday. So he gets to drink and stay up a little bit later. But even then it's you got a small window to communicate. Yeah, huh? we have a small window to communicate. So mm. is that hard. rough? It's rough. Yeah. What's the what's the the hardest part? Like, like, of course, you miss them, right? But right. like, like not having somebody do something with, like, let's go watch a movie. Like, oh, I don't have anyone to go to because you <laughs> well, know what? Gee, there's, there's, there's things that you that you that you 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 can't do by yourself. Yeah. If you do, you're the creep. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're the, 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 you're, you're the, you're the weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no. I mean, I have a lot of family and I have a lot of friends, and I think that's really helped. Um, my jobs kept me busy, schools kept me busy, so I think um, that's ultimately what's like really helped me kind of push through. Uh-huh. Um, busy, these right? last few yeah, months is just staying busy and 
you know, there are times where, like, I do have my little breakdowns of, like, oh, my God, I just wish he was here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, like you said, like, I hadn't been to the movies in a long time, and I didn't realize it until one of my friends said, hey, let's go to the movies. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ticket for one? Like, uh, we, we saw the pairs. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's rough. Yeah, I, I bet, especially, you know, being so far to her, like, if it was three hours away, that's a, mm-hmm. you can drive there, but this is, this is Germany. Yeah. How long was the flight over there? Oh, jeez. Um, the flight this time around, it was 14 hours, so it wasn't too bad, um, but at some point, I, I did travel 27 hours. Oh, man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot, man. I, I've never been in a plane in anything that long. <laughs> I, I think... <laughs> I well, I wasn't it. on the plane for 27 hours, but I did the like a three-hour train ride yeah. plus like layovers. And you know everything. what? I, if I would do a trip like that, I would lose a leg. <laughs> <laughs> like when I when I, when I take a long flight somewhere, my legs are all swollen. Yeah, feet, jet lag like, is real. Man, <laughs> it, it really is. Like I mean, by the time you get there, you, you, don't, even, you don't know where you are. Yeah. I mean, you're all off. Your you know? time is off. Your sleeping habits is thrown off. Like everything's thrown off. Were you up and he was sleepy and vice versa? Um, no. So I try to do most of my sleep on the plane. So when I get there, I try to like stay up as long as I can and then wait till the night to go to sleep. Okay. And usually I do get a good sleep because by that time I'm just tired, mm. <laughs> exhausted. Mm, okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. Thinking. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know. Like, uh, um, you stay away from your wife for a couple of days, and I, I miss being home. Imagine being, you know, what's the, the longest period you guys have been apart? Six months. Oh, uh, really? Six months? Let's see. He left in September. And you got you didn't see him for six months? Oh, that I didn't see him for six? No, the longest was three months. Three months? Oh, that's yeah. A, oh, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's, that's tough. So you got to respect our, our boys in the service, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. They, they they rough it, you know, many you know, many different ways, bro. Yeah. yeah. When uh, you recently visited, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were in Germany? I was in Germany well, like exactly three where? weeks ago. Exactly. Where? Um I went to Nuremberg, mm-hmm. which is an hour away from the state where he's currently stationed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then that's where you met him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like you're trying to hide something. Is, is he, oh, it's because is I'm he, not... Is it top secret? No, it's not. I mean, I, I'm not supposed to state exactly where he's located. Oh, okay. oh, um, oh shit. What, what is he into? I know. <laughs> I spill the beans right now. <laughs> we found him. Get him. You never know who's listening. You know? yeah. yeah, you never oh, know who's listening. In both ways, you know, like, just to get in trouble or just the fact that the information's out there, you know? Yeah. Oh, all right. So, yeah. I, I did not think of it like that at all, you know what I mean? I, I mm-hmm. thought he was over there just doing regular shit, you know? All right, let's <laughs> <laughs> You what's know the, what, though, what's what's the code said, to the gate? <laughs> I, I've said this like three or four times. Honestly, we don't have any listeners. You could. I, 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 now, I, I've confessed. Now. I've confessed to a murder when I was drunk, and no one's come after me yet. <laughs> I gave them location, time, date, the kid's name. No one's come <laughs> after me. Where the body me. was buried. Exactly. Everything. No one's come after me. So you could you could spill the beans. No one's gonna. The only one's gonna listen probably me or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. It's um. It's a really small town where he's currently at. Um. It's almost like Ramirez, where mm-hmm. my where my mom's from, and you can literally walk from one side to the other. The first time I visited. In two hours, I was able to pretty much walk the whole town. Wow. Yeah, so it's small. So this time around, when I went to go visit him for the second time, we went to the nearest city, which is, uh, it's about 30-minute train ride, 30, 40-minute train ride. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of those pictures that you took, they're, they're beautiful pictures, man. That yeah. place is, is, is nice, nice, yeah. really nice. So the buildings, the architect, the, 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 what, they, what the energy they put into it. I wonder, uh, sorry to interrupt, I wonder oh. if those buildings got rebuilt. Yes. Because Germany has been in like an in, in insane amount of wars, you know? Yes. So actually, yes. Um, we were able to visit. So where we stood, it was actually a great location because we were in the middle of everything. So we were able to walk everywhere. Um, we were able to walk to all the cathedrals. We were able to walk to the castle. Yes. Um, but yeah, while we were walking and, you know, the they are breathtaking. Like, I can't even express 
it's just like it just takes your breath away and you're just looking at all the texture and like yes, every little detail, detail yeah. that's in the building it is insane and there was a particular cathedral we went into where it shows you that during World War II it like half of it was demolished Man. and so the front part of the cathedral uh, which I can show you a picture later um, was still there so they did like the town that we were in a lot of it was well most of it was actually gone during World War II yeah. yeah so wow. it was rebuilt but the they were able to save a lot of it the pictures you show me there you know in the picture on your phone you're looking at it and imagine being there looking at all the detail involved in you know all, you know getting and, the smell of the old buildings i mean you know yeah, yeah. yeah. um sandy uh you plan to move over there yeah you don't gotta tell us where we don't <laughs> this, this here, <laughs> no yes i do over um, there we play wiener shinter what do you call it <laughs> I actually did not see a single one of those out there. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I it's an American. It's an Americanized. We'll call it Wiener <laughs> for, for your protection. Yes, yes. It's like Taco Bell to Mexico. You know, yeah. like just. <laughs> so you're moving to the corner of Wiener Schnitzel and Farfrek Nuke. Yes. For now. Okay. <laughs> Close enough. When when you're over there, what are you gonna miss about East LA? I know. I know you have to live there to miss it. But I know there's some things that you know you're gonna miss. I think one thing is be your mom's cooking. You oh yeah. Cook, you know, and I know your you, your mom gave you her recipes. But what are you gonna miss when you're um, when you're over there? Um, my family, my friends, the food. Um. <laughs> okay, food. What yes. uh, what what uh, exactly? Any specific restaurant? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you're going to the electric chair tomorrow and you get to pick one food. What are you getting? Oh, in and out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, you're not, but go ahead. I mean, there's recover. a few restaurants that come to mind, and I think it's because I grew up with them, like King Cole Pizza okay. um, is one of them, and then Tommy's, uh, which is on Atlantic and Cesar Chavez. Mm -hmm. um, just because there's a, a guy there, I don't know if you've been there before, but there's a guy that, you know, he's running around in the mornings and he's going to every table with like offering coffee and asking if everything's okay. But I think about him, it's like you just hear him like, todo bien, todo bien, todo bien, todo bien. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like running around. You like that energy, you like yes. it. Yeah, yeah. And so it's very, very different, you know, um, in the restaurants in Germany and the way. The food, it's its just very different. So. You know what? Uh, it's funny you mentioned uh, King Cole Pizza. It mm -hmm. came out in America's uh, Best Places to Eat. Mm. It was last. Really? Last. I mean, but it made the list. <laughs> <laughs> but it made the list. They, 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 all, they all made the list. Wow, wow. 130,000. <laughs> it was the end of the list. That is funny. I don't know. Maybe it's just is something that, that I grew up with. So it takes me back to my childhood. Exactly. Is it's, that the one like in your mouth. Is that Lorena? Yeah. Oh, is there another one? By the, six, by the entrance. entrance. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Um, so. You, you grew up eating it. That's why you like the food. Yeah. It's sort of like eating your mouse food. You always say yeah. my mouse food is the best. Yeah. Which we come to realize our mouse food is not the best. It's just the best food we like to eat because we grew up eating it. Yeah. So same thing with King Cole pizza, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Emotions attached to it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think the the whole place, the Tommy's place, that's emotion because she's gonna miss the dude saying, "Todo bien, todo bien, todo bien, todo bien, Yeah, yeah. That is directly, you know. That's. You just psychiatrists get rid of that one. You know, yeah. that's that service, but those guys get on my nerves. Like, leave me alone already, you know? <laughs> he just waits for a nod. I think that's a good thing. And oh, he's man. not like waiting for you to finish chewing your food to say something. You're like, he's okay with the nod. One of uh, the, the restaurants we talked about, mm -hmm. Don't Buy Your House, that Mexican food with the. Uh, Don't Trump. No, the, with Don't the English name. Uh, we go out with the bar. Uh, uh, Maxis. Maxis. They have so many employees and they're on you, man. Yeah. I mean, it's good for service, but after a while, like, dude, like, give me some space, bro. Yeah, you know? I guess it, it gets it gets to you a little bit. Like, you're gonna go in and eat something, you're like, no, stop again. No, it, like, they interrupt you when you're trying to eat it. Mm. So, man, a lot of people love the service part, <coughs> mm -hmm. but me, I'm like, once I got my stuff, like, you know, give me alone. Like, give me some elbow room, you know? Yeah, yeah, come back in 15 minutes, you know? Something like that. But yeah, you know, like, it's cool that they're on. You know, they they just mm -hmm. hustle, you know. So, um. You're gonna miss uh, the food in those particular restaurants. Mm -hmm. You know what? That's understandable because when you go out there, that's not like 
That's well, that's a different country. That's mm-hmm. but it's they're not gonna have. Well, I don't think they're gonna have Mexican food out there. And if they do, it's not good Mexican food. Right. Um, I didn't get to try any while we were out there, but I did. Um, connect with his chief's wife and mm-hmm. so she did say that there was like a taco truck and they're really expensive um, she said they're pretty good but it was the closest thing they had um, also I recently joined the Facebook page of the army wives mm-hmm. of the town that I'm gonna be in um, mostly because I wanted to see what it was about um, and they talked a lot about like oh I'm moving out there what do you guys recommend or, or if they need help for something, that's yes. where they post, and everyone jumps in, and everyone's like, "Oh, you can try this place or that." Mm-hmm. And recently, uh, there was a post of somebody asking for queso fresco, and I was <laughs> like, "They have that out there." <laughs> yeah, you're excited, huh? Oh, take the stash. Yeah. So I like obviously I clicked on the comments because I wanted to see what what yeah. this was about and. You know, somebody said like, yeah, I called and they said they didn't have any. And then somebody's like, I was just there like, and they took a picture. Like they had like 60 of them. Man. But apparently they always run out like by the end of the day. Wow. So. Uh, that, that's cool. At least you have, you can, it's, it's accessible. You have yeah. it there. Um, are you able to make your own food? I know you can cook and you, know, you got the recipes, but can you go to the market and buy the right ingredients? Like, cause you're going to go there and be like, they don't have tortillas here. I gotta make it by hand. I gotta buy, you yeah. know, flour, corn, and uh, are you gonna be able to buy all the ingredients you need to make what you you know how to make, or is uh, that gonna be another obstacle? I think that might be another obstacle, um, or also the packaging might be different. The word is in German, so mm-hmm. I had to Google. I had to download Google Translate, uh, um, so I can take a picture of it and then <laughs> highlight it for it to yeah. tell me what it means in English. And yeah. so we did a, we did that a lot for the menus when we would go eat. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like it might be an obstacle. Uh, to be able to make just your to own get ingredients, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or to be able to understand that that's what you're looking for, you know. Yeah. Dude, I, I remember my mom like I took her uh, shopping for uh, to make a durian, mm-hmm. and she had a whole shopping cart of seasonings, and she goes, "That's it, mijo." <laughs> like what? Because all that makes durian. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'd rather buy it than it. <laughs> it was in cinnamon or uh, like like stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I think, that, I think that's all illegal. Uh, those ingredients yeah. combined, you know. <laughs> Drive home all slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Insane, man. A whole shopping cart, just different chiles, different seasonings. Yeah. Off of birria, you know? And there's, uh, you know, here we have like the FDA, like things are FDA approved. And mm. in Germany, it's very different. So there are some things that are like not allowed there. For example, when I try to send him like his protein powders and stuff that he mm-hmm. left here that I'm not going to use. Um, I can't ship it to him because some of the ingredients are illegal over there. Really? And so... Hey, hey, that makes you wonder what the fuck we're doing over here, right? <laughs> yeah, it really does. Hey, 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 if it's illegal over there, why why is it illegal to us, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that, that, and that's a topic for a whole other day <laughs> to get into. And that's just as in the States, we have so many more diseases than other countries. Right. Yeah. So sometimes you know, it makes you wonder just a bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's, that's a good point, Sandy. We're going to talk about that in the future. Write it down, man. Write it down. Because uh, we bring it up, Frankie won't stop talking about it. <laughs> so, Sandy, I uh, seen some pictures of you when you were in Germany, and uh, mm-hmm. you were enjoying your beers over there. Oh, yeah. Beer is good over there? Oh, yes. Oh, hold on. Hold on. The, 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 the Coke, the, the Pepsi, Pepsi Challenge, Pepsi you know? Challenge. <laughs> What's better, Mexican beer or German beer? Oh, and, and, if you, and if you say German beer, I understand, because German beer it's, is... That's the source. It, it, yeah, they're, they're deep, you know, they're deep. Um, if I'm completely honest, if I had a German beer right now, an option between this Michelada and the German beer, I would definitely choose a German beer. It hurts me a little bit right I now know. saying that in East LA, in a Mexican restaurant, but we'll let you continue. Um, I think for me, it was just uh, the flavor, the the flavor mm. how smooth. And how fucked up it gets. Alcohol content is higher, right? Yes. Is it what, like, like five, six? Percent? It was five, six, uh, seven. Oh, you know what? Yeah. yeah, that's that's, that's a, the old. So country. you get the darker beers. Most recipes come from over there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, what size beers like the norm? Do you get a like you always hear everybody oh, it's on like a, a pint. Yes, you just have a pint on that, you know, yeah. which is sixteen ounces, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Man. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, uh, when we were drinking a uh, TJ beer. Cerveza Tijuana, like we enjoyed it, it was good, 
and then when the one of the guys came out from the from the back, he goes, "Oh, that's a Czechoslovakian recipe, you know? Yeah, <laughs> something like uh, all the all the recipes. Most of them are from old uh, old yeah. Europe, you know. You know what? Blanc. That was, I think, some of the best beer we ever had because we were down in Tijuana. Cerveceria Tijuana. Thank you, Frankie. <laughs> What did he say? Circulación. 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 It was down the street. So I remember going there and Shorty was there, Danny, we went over there, and then we had the. Todo bien, gracias. Todo bien, muchas gracias. Hey, so you guys can see we're not lying, we're at a restaurant right now. <laughs> so uh, they were they were giving us a beer straight out of the, the cake, the right? Yeah, yes. the tap. And it was fresh beer and we were drinking it and we're like, holy shit, this is fucking delicious. Yeah. Be- best beer we were at. Then they bottled it. I, I bought it in Azusa. Yes. Cerveceria Tijuana. Was it the same? It lost. Oh, it, 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 it loses a lot. Game process, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah preservative. Well, I don't know what it is. Uh, um, <laughs> corn syrup. <laughs> Apparently, corn syrup has become a big thing when it comes to beer lately, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something you would never think about before. Yeah. So, Sandy, uh, saying that, that you enjoy your beer, do you have a, uh, a drunk story you can tell us? That's not gonna uh, get you in trouble or divorce or anything. Um, <laughs> a funny drunk story. And I, I don't want funny, it to be like a sad story. <laughs> a funny, a funny drunk, drunk story. story. If you don't, it's because you're lying. Because everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> and by the mouth of drinking that you do, everybody's got a funny drunk story. Um, I don't know that. I mean, it might be funny to other. It was miserable for me. <laughs> but Arturo, Arturo was laughing. He was actually with me, and it was the first time I went to Germany. Um, and we were walking around, you know, I hadn't seen him in a while, so we were like, let's go have some drinks. Like, it was a small town, there was only two bars that were walking distance, and so we walked into one of the bars, and you can tell it's like a, where the people that live there go, so it's a the bunch locals. of older, yeah, yeah, older, so when we walked in, I mean, nobody was rude, but they were just kind of like, who the hell are they? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they've never seen us before. Plus, you look different. <laughs> Plus, I look different. Yeah. Hey, who ordered the wizard? <laughs> so, uh, we just had a drink there, and then we kept walking, and we found another one, um, and that bar was actually owned by the military. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we walked in there, there was nobody there, but there was like American flags. And so it felt more like at home, more, yeah. <laughs> <You're a comfort laughs> more zone, right? welcoming. Yeah. Um, and so the bartender was actually from Greece. And, you know, I told her I was from California. And so she started giving us different types of things to try. Mm-hmm. So my beer out there is a Dunkel beer, which later I learned that Dunkel just means like dark. It's dark beer. So they have different types. And so she started bringing different things. We started taking shots. You know, people started walking in. And we just, um, I honestly don't remember like getting to the hotel. I don't remember our walk there. I remember glimpses of like him passed out in the bed and I'm like in the restroom like wanting to puke my brains out and I was miserable and I finally went to bed and I woke up in the morning and I was hungry and so I kept like like hey babe, let's go eat and he's like no they don't they don't start till seven in the morning it was like 5 30 starving <laughs> well everything that was in you came out that day right and so is that all due to experimenting trying stuff you've never yes, tried before i think that it was a mixture of like liquor and wine and beer because oh, she was giving us yes. like i don't even know what i had to be honest i, I think she was giving you stuff that was about to expire <laughs> <laughs> on the house on, on the, the house, house on the house, on the house. <laughs> Yeah. I'd rather give it to you guys and throw it away. <laughs> and I woke up feeling just miserable and I was so hungry and you know, finally at seven, I was like, babe, it's, it's seven, let's go down and, and eat food. And so when I went out there, I couldn't eat. So I ran upstairs like three times and it was at a point where I was like, I'm just gonna stay up here. I'm not gonna yes, eat because no. it's gonna come down. And when he went up there, I'm like, you know, what happened last night? Yeah. And so I started going through my stories and I'm like, oh my God, I need to delete this shit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> delete, delete. Um, and it was just like random pictures with random people. And he was like, you know, we took the stairs. We were on the third floor. And I'm like, why the fuck did we take the stairs? He's like, 
I don't know, I think you wanted to take the stairs. And I'm like, why would you listen to me? <laughs> uh, you're carrying me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, the, most of the, the best times where you go somewhere you're not familiar with, they treat you really good, you try different stuff. Oh, the best times well, yeah. for the part that you remember, you know. It's good yeah, time, from know? what I've died. Honestly, I don't remember getting there. I don't, I, I don't know. But the next day we had the military ball. Mm -hmm. And so they have what they call um, open bar. No, I'm joking. No, <laughs> no, well, no, it's like a punch that they have, and each I don't know, sergeant, I'm still learning the terms, <laughs> still new to this, but uh, they go up and they each take a bottle, and so they pour it into what they end up making a punch. So mm -hmm. the punch has all kinds of different liquor, mm -hmm. and I remember just like it, a cup being close to me and I couldn't even smell it. Like I couldn't oh, even man. enjoy alcohol at that point. I was so hungover. Yeah. <laughs> it tasted like everything I drank the night oh, before. At the same time. <laughs> at the same time. Oh, you know, you know what sucks is that you know you can't smell it, you know you can't drink it, but at the same time, you know that's the cure for what you have. If you right. down two of those, you're gonna be right back to normal, you know. <laughs> and, 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 control. and it's and it's the truth. Everybody, everybody says, no, no, it's it is the truth. Drinking again the next morning cures you. It does. Yeah. It's, it's, it's 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 a terrible cure, but it is what it is. So Frankie, right now we're gonna take a break. Yes. And we'll be right back. And we're back, and uh, we still got Sandy here. Huh? It's kind of hard to get rid of her because the bichilas are really good. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> hey, are you surprised at how good they are? Yeah, because it just, like, I don't know what it is, but it reminded me of La Chuperia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And La Chuperia has really good, you know, it's like the same taste. Yeah, you know what? I, I, get, the I, I get taste the, like the celery salt in it, and I like micheladas where they put ice cubes in it. Yeah. A lot of them is just clamato, and then yeah. once, once that temperature drops a little bit, the, 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 the temperature, the taste changes a lot. Way better. This one here with the ice in it, look, I'm really enjoying it. This is my second one. Usually I'll drink two, then I'll start drinking beer. Yes. I'm going to go for a third one. You know, yeah. gonna, we already ordered our next round, so. Yeah. <laughs> I had the queso fundido with a chorizo, and that was pretty good, too. Mm. Coffee's good. <laughs> it's not the same, but, you know, uh, I'm living it up, man. It's a, it's a crazy Friday night for Frankie. He gets out. <laughs> He's going all out. All out. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to stretch your pants. <laughs> So, um, I'm saying this, uh, um, Sandy's here, and, uh, and Sandy's a different age group because uh, Frankie's uh, 46. 45, girl. Oh, yeah, 46, 46 in, in a month, you know? 46 in a month. Like in a month, month, and month. I'm 43, Sandy is, don't tell me, uh, 28. No. 30. Yes. 30, okay. Yes. I, I, you know what? I remember, uh, I was in your, I was, I was in, in your quinceanera. I was a padrino in your quinceanera. Yeah. And we were wearing a baby blue. That it was a baby yeah. blue. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like everybody wore light. It's like light, a powder blue. Yeah, yeah. Light, light blue guayaberas. Yes. And, uh, and, I remember, and then uh, 10 years went by and she looked exactly the same. Exactly the same. It doesn't change. So um, you're uh, 30. So you can say you, you're, you're an adult. Right? Mm -hmm. um, if there's any uh, advice you can give yourself, it goes to you too, Frankie. Yes. Any advice you guys can give your past self? What would it be? What like 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 you guys know when you when you had a decision to make and it was you made a bad decision or what would be the best advice you can give your younger self when you were like at a pivot point you were like uh the fork yes. in the road which direction I go in? Mm. What would you? you got something? What, you got something? What, what I got you? something. Go ahead. Yeah, um, it for me it, it would be like just let it go. Um, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Let it go. Just let. It let it go. Just let it let it happen on its own. Yeah, yeah. you know what? I agree because if you don't let it go, you just keep reliving it, reliving right. the thing. And whoever did something to you keeps winning every time you relive it. Right. Every every time it hurts you, he wins. <laughs> it's like he's got a scoreboard and it hurts you, and beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> and then the score goes and, up and, on his. And side. you start all over again. You know? Exactly. They knew okay. the whole process. You know. So yeah. I, that is a good point, Sandy. Let, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Frankie, for for me, the pull out. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> By the six pack of condos, not the three. <laughs> uh, uh, I will, my advice to myself would be: hurry your ass off and get started with life. Oh, you, you know what? Really? I, I milk my adolescence. You know, like from high school to like mid twenties, I milked the hell out of it. And I stayed in JC for five years and never got anywhere. 
because I kept changing majors. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, like, I'm going to do this forever because I'm young. But when life, real life hits you, all of a sudden, like, oh, you can't finish, you know? Yeah. So I would tell myself, hurry up and, you know, get life going already, you know? You know what? Finish if, school and everything. If Sandy was to listen to the podcast, we, we know she does it. Uh, she would understand what we're talking about. Frankie uh, lived to his, with his parents, so he was like 26, and he's a guy. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, my compadre and I, Philip, we moved out when we were like 18, you know? Yes. So yeah. on the last episode, the, the four out of the six words Philip said, we're talking shit to Frankie about living at home so long. Yeah. <laughs> Six words. Four of them were talking bad about you, right? It is a good job, man. <laughs> I love it, man. Good job, Phil. Uh, Phil. Phil tells Frankie, he goes, Frankie had kids, and his kids moved up before he did. <laughs> I know. How many kids do you have? Uh, I have four total. Yeah, four kids. So. But uh, but I, I I started having them after I moved out. So, I mean, it, that was just a good joke, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. landed a good job, yeah, you know? That's... And you know what? If it's 50% of the words he's going to say, that's that's a good percentage, but, right? Yes, yes. He was 50% funny that but, but I was telling uh, Philip and Chinook that uh, when I lived at home, I already made decent money and I spent all my money in shoes and going out, clothes. So every Monday I'd be borrowing money for gas, you know? <laughs> no matter how much money I made, every Monday I need to borrow money for gas. So I was just living in, in childhood, not no, adolescent years, you know? Yeah. Like high school party days, but till mid 20s, you know? Yeah. You know what? Uh, um, we, uh, we talk about. Um, with the podcast about growing up, right? Yes. And um, saving money and whatnot. I think that's the one thing I would have told myself. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, start your 401k early. Start, <laughs> you know I mean? start that But we early. don't learn this in high school. You know what? That's a really good point because, like, my kids growing up, there's stuff that I wish they would learn in high school. Right. You know, give me dri- give me, give me a driver's ed. That's oh, the, yeah. uh, uh, teach kids, have a class, teach them about their credit score. Yeah. Uh, teach them about uh, pension, the four hundred one k, and managing you know, finances. Exactly. I think those should be freaking classes. You know, they they leave that to life to teach them, and they affect your life more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I agree. Me, let's see. What would I tell myself? Uh, good. Good advice. I. I, I think. I, I, well, I think what I would tell myself is the same thing I tell is, is um, because I consider myself a good worker. You know, never been fired. I've always had you know, good track records at work. I would tell myself, find a job with a, a good union. Find a job with a good union so that, that the amount of energy I put into my work, my work gives back to me. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel that that it's it's all one-sided. You know, I, yes. I, I, I think I've put more into it than I've got out of it with, you know, the companies I've been with. Yes. I wish I would have started off with the good union and, and you know, that way because I'm a blue-collar dude. I always will be, you know. So I think uh, a good union would have would have benefited me. So I think that's what yeah. I should go back there and start off at, at, at anywhere, fucking anywhere, you know, fucking Stater Brothers. They gotta, you know, yes. something like that. I think that's what I would tell myself, you know, because you know, you're blue collar dude, you know. So I think that is what I would. Yeah, work ethic is never gonna be a trouble. So just find a, a perfect landing place, you know. Exactly. Better, you know? Exactly. I, I think the problem with me would be uh, my work ethics would be too much for a union uh, yard <laughs> they'll like, be like hey slow down bro slow down you got the job <laughs> no no and you, and you have a point you yeah. passed the 30 yeah. days yeah. I, I know I've uh, I tap danced that line many many times yes, yes I where I have guys pointing stuff out to me and I'm like dude I'm sorry this is who I am yep. I'm not doing nothing to show anybody off yeah. this is how I am I'm, I'm going slow yeah. <laughs> this is not a tan this is my color <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm like, it, it's it's tougher for me to slow down than just to be normal, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of productive, you know what I mean? I've had that happen to me many, many times. Huh? Yeah, you know, I'm going to come in late so that, that we're equally productive, right, guys? <laughs> I'll, be here, I'll be here around 11-ish. Come and take a few days Call just to balance out, you know? <laughs> then we guys don't give you shit. <laughs> I'm wondering if the advice that you guys are giving yourselves is an advice that you guys give to your kids. Yes, I, I have given that to my kids, like like Berlin, she, she went to college, so I didn't have to give her that advice. Nayeli was like, uh, I don't know, I don't know that, um, you know, she's working in and out, and she goes, she didn't like school, and I go, Nayeli, that's fine, I go, I go, but do me a favor, find yourself a better job, I go, apply apply at, at the gas company, and, 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 and be a janitor, and work your way up, if you have to, just put your foot in the door, um, last year, no, two years ago, she, uh, UPS was hiring because, you know, during the holidays, you know, I told Naili, go to work there, get in, get a job there, 
I will make your car payment for one year. Wow. Fucking, and then she's like, she applied. Uh, she goes, oh, dad, I had to work that day, so I didn't go. Like, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, that bugs me. Uh, Sarah right now, she's at the age where she doesn't got to make that call. Mm. But once you find out, we're like, oh, dad, I'm not a school person. Well, cool. Get yourself a job with the, with the union. I know yeah. your dad's union, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, a, lot, a lot of family members know that yes. they're union. You know, they're going to retire with a pension and whatnot, which is something that you know a lot of people, the, the companies don't offer. Yeah. So I think that... Um, that's that, that that is something I wish I would have told myself, and I am telling my kids. Not all of them. Some of them are, you know. <laughs> are, everybody's a bit different, you know. Yeah. Well, I have two adult kids, and so I have a talk with the credit, talk with them you know, about taking care of their credit, mm-hmm. saving money. I tell them your car payment is gonna be the same between three hundred and five hundred, but if your credit's messed up, you're gonna drive a piece of shit. Yeah. But if the credit's good, you're gonna drive a nice luxury car. Yeah. For the so same payment, right? For the same payment, so it's mm-hmm. up to you, you know? Yeah. So that, that's a that's a difference, you know? Yeah. You could pay also in the long run, you could pay eighteen hundred dollar rent, eighteen hundred dollar mortgage when your credit's good, you know? Yeah. I mean it just in the long run taking care of your credit is gonna help you out, you know. Yeah. You know what? They, they don't understand that. The people that they're gonna ask for money to pay their house, I don't know who you are. You put your name on the I don't know who you are. The only reason I know who you are is because of your credit score. Mm-hmm. That's the person I'm familiar with, you know? That's the person who I'm going to shake hands with. Yeah. That's the guy that's representing you. This, all this other information, I promise to pay. pay. Fuck, I, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know who that dude is. Oh, overdressing for your interview? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, man. But I, I wore a suit, sir. I, 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 can see, I can see who you are on your uh, paperwork. You're yeah. applying for a Jenner position? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that is something I will tell, tell my guests. So that that's the one thing I have with with them, you know, my young adult, my two boys, you know. Yeah, that, that, that's and like Sandy said, that's something that should be taught in school. You know, they should teach you in school about you know that, that aspect of life. That's not. So, um, going on to our uh, next subject, um, uh, was this when I turned? Was it thirty five, Frankie? Was I thirty? I was, it was my my birthday in July. I turned thirty five, and um, my wife asked me, "What do you want to do?" I told her, you know what? I miss living in my old neighborhood. I miss hanging out there. I go, I want to go back to my own neighborhood. I want to pull up a couple of folding chairs, bring an ice chest of beer, and I want to sit there and drink beer and just tell my friends I'm there. And my wife goes, well, she goes, That's, there's nothing I can help you do. You just got to go do it, right? Do, do I make reservations? I go, no, I'm I think there's a table open there. So next morning, uh, I call my brother. I go, hey, man, I'm going to be over here. I call a couple of people. Hey, I'm going to be down here. I show up, uh, my wife drops me off. I show up, an ice chest, some folding chairs. Uh, a couple of friends show up, they turn the radios on, and we're right there in front of the house where we grew up in. All strangers, we don't know anybody there. No, you know. Nobody, nobody there. We just start drinking away. No one says anything because it looks like we're locals, you know? <laughs> you blend in, bro, you blend exactly. in. Like, like, like the neighbor looks out and he goes, oh, they must live from across the street. Yes. The family from across the street looks out and say, oh, they're across the street. No one no one knows where we're from yet, you know? Since, since they're all new in that area, um, they don't know each other the way you used to know your neighbors when you lived there. You know? Yeah. It's crazy how that happens. Yeah. I showed up in the afternoon, early afternoon, yeah. and they were hanging on the sidewalk and drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> you don't believe it, man. And, and, <laughs> and then there's always like, like a saying where like, Hey, where are we gonna, where are we gonna pee? I go pee in that house. Don't worry, I used to live there. Like, like, like saying <laughs> I used to live there makes it okay to break in someone's house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And pee in the no. yard. <laughs> so we, we we went in that house and we yes. took a look in the backyard and came right back out. No one said shit. Yes. So no. the, the the point of, of that story is, my wife my wife's always got good ideas. I don't know if these ideas are to get me out of the house or what. But they're still Put your harm's way. Wear a Raider shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so my wife told me, she goes, you know what would be good or fun for you guys to do? Is why don't you do a podcast from where you guys used to live? Right there on Townsend, which the address is 819 North Townsend. Cross Street is uh, Blanchard in the um, mm. Blanchard yes. in winter. So that's where we grew up. So why don't you do a podcast like you did on your birthday? Go over there, let people know you're going to be there, bring ice full of beer. You know, take your uh, recording equipment, and as people come by, we just start your podcast. And as, people, and as people come by, and give them a shout out, or yeah, come yeah. by, and you know, give us a good ten minutes, you know, ask you some questions, say so some yeah. words for family members, whatever, you know. Yeah, That'd yeah, be cool. yeah. yeah. So, so uh, next Saturday uh, at eight thirty in the morning, we're going to be at the Carnita spot, the one that we mentioned last week. Eight. On eight at eight, eight. a.m. Okay, yes. eight a.m. 
I guess Nick Frankie's fans of ADM for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> at ADM, we're going to be at the Canita spot on Blanchard and Alma. 912 North um, Alma. We're going to go have some breakfast there. We're going to uh, go over to 819 North Townsend. Townsend in yes. uh, winter. We're going to find a nice spot where there's no dead bodies. And, and, uh, and there's, nope. a, there's a basketball hoop bolted to the pole again. Yeah, yeah. So, so we put it back up. I shacked it when I was young, you know. Yeah. And I broke it. I mean, it. <laughs> First, you know. Yeah, I put it up and he was like, yeah, I'm so cool. Look at this. <laughs> and then he drank a bottle of tequila. <laughs> so uh, we're going to be there next Saturday at uh, 8.30ish, 9 o'clock. Yes. In front of the house. Uh, drinking beers. We're going to do another episode of the podcast. We come from there, yes. Yes, yes. So uh, you guys are all w- welcome to come down and just drive by and honk or, you know, and uh, just whatever you want to do. Yes. All right. So uh, that uh, brings us to um, the, the sports talk. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go take a leak. I'm going to let Frankie take this the one. Sports talk section. <laughs> well, uh, you're about to break the seal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyways, my, my main thing I want to talk about is old man tiger, you know. Old man Tiger beating all the young guys, you know. I mean, we talked about it last week. He was in contention. I mean, I'm, I was happy he was in contention. Frank, you say, uh, you say old, old man Tiger. Yes. He's 43, right? He's 43. Is that old for the sport? Uh, this day and age, it is. Oh, no. why, why this day and age? Why not, why not uh, because 20? now all the new golfers are athletes. Uh-huh. So they train for the sport, you know, like they got dietitians, they have trainers, weights, uh, supplements. Uh-huh. Uh, I say uh, maybe to the early 90s, golfers were just golfers. They might as well be bowlers, you know, they're all fat, <laughs> out of shape. Yeah. So these guys would golf to the old age and they could still compete. Now, uh, as soon as you can't drive the ball far, you're out because uh, all the young guys, you know, they hit it a mile, you know. Like, say, like, 400 yards, between three and 400 yards, which is insane, you know? Yeah. So, for Tiger to keep up with those guys and win, I mean, that's sick, you know? A major soul. So, I'm just I'm just happy old man Tiger took it to the young guys. So, so uh, body types, technique has changed. Yes. So, it's changed, it has changed the sport, right? And then technology, too. Club technology. I, I remember, and I hope no one takes this wrong, I remember watching a, a golf game, and then the Ku Klux Klan was out there, was all old white dudes. <laughs> and that's is that changing? Is that, has oh, that changed? Tiger changed that. Tiger changed that. Yes, because the distance and all of a sudden. Uh, that and uh, also, uh, at first, a lot of people did not like, you know, the the say the club guys, you know, the the, the old guard, you know, the, the guys that they put on the tablecloth for the family reunions, you know. Yes, sir. <laughs> they didn't like Tiger at first because he would do everything. They call it unprofessional, but he would just be competitive. Like swear or in your face, you know. Yeah. Every time make a shot, like you know, never even pump his face. Yeah. But he would talk trash in the meantime, you know. Really. So that's ungolf like, you know. But now everybody does it because the new generation is a tiger generation, you know. Uh, let me ask you, uh, did, did that become acceptable because there's money in it? I, I know Tiger has changed and he brought a whole different age group demographic uh, a, a, into the sport. Let's say Tiger was to be cussing and, and did all that. And, and then the and he didn't bring any additional money into it. They would have kicked him out, right? But because money came along with yes. what he brought, that was it became acceptable. Money and sponsors. Sponsors. Like all of a sudden, you know, uh, before who was in there? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, but that's what you don't want to try to say. You know? Yeah, yes. Uh, before golfers, they would call them cookie cutters. Like they all looked the same, acted the same, polite. Tiger broke the mold, so now golfers try to have their own uh, their own character to get sponsors, you know, and, and the, a lot of money is in sponsorship now because of Tiger, you know? Yeah. So a lot of guys show more emotion. They they do uh, mini interviews for Instagram, you know, where they're golfing or on the side. I mean, yeah. they do all this because of Tiger, you know, just to get more uh, uh, more sponsors, you know? So, so Tiger is, uh, is more than just a good player. He started yes, the, something, right? Yes, uh, uh, everything that golf is right now, he, he did most of the changes, you know? Oh, okay. As far as uh, being yourself and being aggressive, mm-hmm. competitive, I mean, over-the-top competitive, I guess, you know? You know what? I forgive him for all the cheating. I, I, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, dude, he did that much of the sport. I, I can't believe they, they gave him that much shit about it. Well, the, the, the sports talk guys I listen to, they they flown with some of the other golfers, because a lot of golfers have private planes. Yes. 
And they say a lot of those guys are worse than Tiger as far as they fill up the planes with fans, you know? Yeah, yeah. But they're the first ones that are pointing fingers at Tiger. Oh, I can't believe he's doing that. But they, they're way dirtier than he is, you know? They, they take their, they're showing the road in their private planes, you know? Uh, so Frankie, just, I'm going to ask you the question, you know, that I'm going to ask you, right? Of course. Is it? When? Oh, I thought you knew. I said, I'm going to ask you the question that you know I'm going to ask you, and you said, Is it? Is it a race thing? When it comes to the old guard, yes. Yeah. Like, I'm saying, like, 60 and older? Yeah, yeah. For sure, you know. But nowadays, with uh, his peers. Oh, no, now They're probably crazier than him now, right? Oh, um, hands down, man, you know? Yeah. And all the young people, they, they welcome everybody, you know? If you could play, I mean, they want you in, you know. And the old guard, like, like, um, for example, Lee Trevino, mm -hmm. Hispanic, I think Mexican golfer. Mm -hmm. He said that he would get heckled during tournaments in the South, you know. I mean, and for nobody to say anything, he's just getting heckled because he's in contention. Yeah, I mean, that's insane, you know. Yeah. And now, like, because of the youth, they uh, any golfer, any race. To play and just you know be free, free to play, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's acceptable, you know. All right. So, 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 so uh, Tiger Woods has done a lot more than just win, right? Yes. Well, I, I think he did a lot because he won. He, he wouldn't have been able to do all that if he, if he didn't like win. losing and change. You, you can't. No, you losers can't. don't change shit. Winners yeah. do. Yeah, they're the ones that get followers and make things acceptable. You know? Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, so uh, uh, you know, being an old guy now, I'm so happy Tiger won, man. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the old guy took it to the young guys, you know. I mean, yeah. It's unheard of, you know, yeah. especially in golf, you know. That's good. That's good, man. Shit, that's a, that's a, like a, a they could make a movie out of that. They'd have to leave a lot of parts out. Oh, <laughs> like, oh man. Like, like the, the whole beginning, the whole, the, the movie. I just, I, I just think uh, everybody, uh, everybody jumped on Tiger because they were even blaming him for some Waffle House lady, you know. Really? She looked like Large Marge, you know, <laughs> from that Pete Herman movie. I mean, she looked really bad. <laughs> But she, all of a sudden, she was claiming Tiger took me, you know? Wow. <laughs> like, really? Come on, Large Marge, you know? Yeah. Like, don't, I mean, everybody's jumping on the wagon. It was like Bill Cosby, you know? Yeah. Everybody's jumping on the, on the thing, you know? I believe the Bill Cosby thing, but that's, yeah. that's a story for another day. Yeah? <laughs> I'm, just saying, yeah. though, though, I'm just saying, as many people have jumped on, though. Yeah. yeah. On the oh, the real, okay. Uh, Bill Cosby, that guy was a real famous money. Why would he have to do that to do? It had, it had to be a fetish, right? I think right. so. A fetish to be able to, like, like, they, Fool around with someone with a sleeve or something? I think so. It has to be. Yeah, I, I, I don't see why what why he would have to do that to Yeah, sport. money and access. Yeah. So for him to do that, it has to be a personal thing, you know? Yeah, yeah that's weird. Mm -hmm. It is. It really is. Like every time somebody filthy rich does something like that, it yeah. has to be. You know? you know what, though? That worries you. Like, like, like you're in front of him. And you know he's into that, and you're there, and you're like, I have to yawn. I don't want to yawn in front of this dude. <laughs> if I turn him on, <laughs> I'm so sleepy. I don't want to fall asleep. No, if you know something like that, you would always open a new beer. Yeah. Because you never know who's, who's you know, who's gonna take advantage of it, or you know, where you're gonna wake up at, man. Yeah, so, yeah. That's how it is, you know, with people like that. Huh? Yeah. Don't give me an open, an open container. Huh? I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, um, Tiger Woods. He did something that was unheard of, right? Yes. Or, or this day and age. This day and age, uh, against this kind of uh, 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 the, opponents, right? Yes. Uh, Twenty years ago, this this could have happened, but because everybody there was sixty years old and white, right? And yes, unathletic, you know. Yeah. Tiger was the first golfer who trained and like physically trained, you know, like a sport. So uh, for him, like, like I said, all these new guys, they all say I work out because of Tiger Woods. You know, other young golfers, you know. They're all so like, he's just been them. a role model for them. For the young cats. Yeah. They call it the gener the tiger generation because, you know, they grew up idolizing them, so now they, they bomb the bomb, man. That's cool. I wonder how that's going to change their lifespan, you know? You know, they're going to live a lot longer because they're living about healthier, you know? Yes. And uh, they're going to be uh, like competitive for a long time, too. Huh? Dude, um, moving on, man. Uh, dude, what's up with the Lakers, man? Magic quit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kobe's uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, agent. Uh -huh. He's like, like running things right now. Personally, I think um, you know I blame all this mess on Kobe. I mean, I, I know there's a lot of Kobe here, lovers, but uh, he's uh, by him taking a lot of money, he pretty much handcuffed the Lakers, and now he's involved with the Lakers. So I just think he's gonna hamper LeBron's team now. You know? I, you think that uh, he's in there to uh, 
sabotage, you know? Sabotage so that Kobe still looks like the, the, the big man? I think I think so. He, he, he's selfish enough. Don't you think that's a, a bit much to sabotage a whole fucking yeah. team for one person? Well... Hold on, wait, okay, first of all, before you finish that, do you like Kobe? I think it's no, question. okay. No. So then you're you're a little biased, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, hold on. Okay, yeah. real quick, real quick. Do you like Kobe? Yes, I do. She has a dog named Kobe. Uh, my son's name is Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I want to note that I hate Kobe. I have uh, Kobe Bryant. And that's that my son. But when he was young, though, I liked him because he was he was youthful and he didn't care. Yeah. But once he got big headed, he still didn't care, but the wrong way. So um. The last time the, the Lakers, Shaq and Kobe were in the finals, game, you know, the game three, Shaq was killing the Pistons, and Kobe didn't want to pass on the ball anymore. He started punting three-pointers, you know? And, you know, so he sabotaged that final to get rid of Shaq, you know? So if he were, I mean, in my eyes, so if he could sabotage that, that a, a, a ring, what's stopping him from doing this, you know, to save face? So, you know, I'm just, that's just my theory, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's Kobe, uh, Kobe's agent is, is running the Lakers right now, Palinka. Mm-hmm. And then Kobe's right on. The, uh, I mean, people want him to be the general manager since Magic quit, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, I but just. Where does regular people that read the. You read the newspaper, the news, uh, ESPN, or. Don't you think there's people in places, position of authority that see that and say, you know, what the fuck, we can't let that happen? There's going to be selfish. That's just a There's a very small percentage of people that that uh, will say anything against Kobe. Really? Yes. Oh. So, so I mean, I don't think even if they saw it, they would never call it out, you know? Yeah. Because uh, at least uh, Genie Plus is going along with them. So say if you say something negative about one of them, it's gonna it's all three. So that's three people that have a lot of pull in the league that could pretty much. Hamper your career, you know. Really? But I mean, that's just a theory. Kobe sucks. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's giving me that look like you want to pop me, man. Let me get, let me move back where she can reach me, you know. You know what though? I uh, Kobe does. He's a good basketball player. Yes. Uh, I, I, I like I like Jordan more than Kobe. I like Magic more than Kobe. I like Tony Kukoc more than Kobe. <laughs> you know? And I who do you play? Tony Kukoc play for the, the Bulls, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I like those guys more than more than Kobe. But doesn't it mean that they're better basketball players? You know, I think we're talking about who you like right now as opposed to numbers. You know, what I mean, if we talk about numbers, numbers are solid. You can't compete with them. But as a person, that's how you, you're referring to him as a person, right? As a person or as a team guy, you know, like yeah. team success over over stats, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, like I said, it's just my theory. But uh, so because I want the Lakers to win again, you know. Yeah. And uh, I just, I just think. I don't think LeBron's gonna win as long as Kobe and his, his agent are running things. Let, let me ask you, something, Frankie, are you okay with LeBron winning with whoever they put around them and we win a championship? Are you okay with it, or would you rather them build a team from scratch? Like remember when we were Showtime? Yes. I love the fucking Showtime because I didn't feel that we took anyone from anywhere else and you know we buy you know what I mean. I felt or, or did we? Yeah, Kareem. Kareem, okay. He's a Milwaukee Buck and we oh, took him. Okay, so I didn't feel like we could took a lot, like, 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 um... But you know what, though? At least he was old. Yeah. Like, we didn't take him in his prime, you know? He was good, but he was old, you know? Yeah. So, I don't feel that we, we, we did that, you know? I, I would like to build a team from scratch and then move that forward, because whenever they, they buy people, it's... I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't like that. I don't get that, that, they, uh, that, that comfort feeling with them. Like, I, I, I can't... I can't go for them, you know. You well, you don't get the, the connection, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, they have a young nucleus in in uh, LeBron, right? Yeah. If they if they get all these all star players they want to get, they gotta give up all the young guys, and it'll be a one or two year fix, and then they're back in the gutter again. So I mean, I mean you got some point to that, you know. And uh, I mean, I'm a Clipper fan first too. What? So I want the Lakers <laughs> to keep losing as long as I don't Clippers know how we do this podcast. He I don't just know how. said that he wanted the Lakers to win. Yeah, well, they're in LA. I'm an LA guy. Okay, the reason he said he wanted the Lakers to win is because it goes against Kobe's plan. Yes, that's why. But he he wants he, he wants Kobe's plan to fail. Lakers start winning, but not win as much as the Clippers, right? Yes. Okay, so all all, all those three things have to happen at once for his wow. plan to cut. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna it, happen. And and he's the one that's not even drinking, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
Moving on, man. Uh, the, we're still in sports. I have, my, I have my kid playing sports, right? And there's a lot of psycho parents. I mean, mm-hmm. I got the coach giving me the stare down already because mm-hmm. I, I coach from the bleachers. Mm-hmm. But You're I coach with, <laughs> No, no, no. I coach with very minor signs. <laughs> like, you know, my, like, I'm telling my son to shift this way. You ever raise your voice? Uh, for one word. Hey, or what? No, I say, uh, actually, sorry. Two words. Move out. Ready position. For every time my uh, my son is like goofing around talking to the players, I said ready position and he gets ready, you know. So, but like in the last game twice, the coach turned around and gave me the stare down like, hey man. But I'm, I I just you know the kids were not ready, you know. <laughs> Does that make me a psycho parent? I don't know. Uh, not psycho, maybe annoying. <laughs> <laughs> annoying for sure. <laughs> you're not fighting now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're okay with the annoying, you just don't want to be in the psycho side. Yeah, yet. the psycho guy. You're tippy-toeing on that fence, all right? I'm tap dancing, but I don't get angry, you know? I don't get angry with nothing. But, but my company, or the thing I want to talk to you guys about, like, my kid played for the opposite team last night. The opposite or, like, the rival? A rival. Rival And uh, the, their head was in points. They're a rival, and they needed players. So I know one of the dads, and he texts me if he could use my son. So as a, I want my son to play as much as he can just to get the reps, right? Yeah. So sure, I took him, and, and, and they won. But now the, they got a bigger gap ahead of us. And because uh, the coaches and the parents are really, like, hardcore into it, uh-huh. I'm kind of nervous about telling them, like, hey, man, my, I brought my son to play with the other team, and they kick by, you know? <laughs> they, <laughs> now now they have a bigger lead against us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, now oh. they have a bigger lead on us, and it might be tougher to catch them for the playoffs, you know? Yeah. So I'm right there tap dancing, like, I think I'm going to do what Chinook said. Just don't say nothing, you know? Yeah, that's not lying, right? <laughs> unless, unless they bring it up, don't say nothing. But. Yeah, that saying nothing is not lying. It's but yeah, so, you know, last minute, and my son, you know, did good, and they kicked it. They won, you know? <laughs> hey, you can't go wrong with that, dude, you know? So, did he uh, score? Was, three times, you know? Three times? Yes. Three out of the four points. I mean, you can tell him, just don't give him the details. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where yeah. you play, for who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they won by a four runs, they scored three, you know? And as, as long as when it comes to trophy night, they don't give him a trophy for oh, that team. Imagine that was or, or, or during the speech. Uh. Honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'm nervous about that, but I mean, yeah, so I was nervous about telling him, but I think I'm just going to play the death here, like, yeah. you know, say, just, you know, unless they ask, just don't say anything. It's not like, it's not like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it's a tough, it's a tough spot, man. You know. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, we're uh, we're at that part of the show where uh, Sandy. Uh, want to thank you for joining us, and also, do you have any uh, shout-outs you want to give? Um. Yeah, and to my husband who's out in Just, Germany. Sh- sh- doing he's on uh, a <laughs> and farming <laughs> Um. <laughs> honestly, my shout-out goes to all the military wives. Just because it's tough and I'm just getting started. So I feel like a lot of times people ask us, like, oh, how are they doing? How are they doing? But we rarely get asked, like, how are you doing? Yeah, you know what? Though? I think that, that makes that, that's a really good point. You know, how are, they, how are you guys doing? They, they, they never ask that. Mm-hmm. That, that, is, that is a good question. That is a good question. You bring that up. <laughs> Go for it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. It just it struck a chord. You never think yeah, about that, right? They, they get on the credit of the world. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which, of course, they're doing a tougher job. But, you know, also How as a wife, know? it's not easy. I mean, he sends me videos and tells me what they have him doing. So I would hate to be in his shoes. Um, but, yeah, like, shout out to all the military, all the service members and their wives and their families and everything that they have to deal with while their husbands are away. Yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out to Sacrificing for our country, man. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? We we never thought about that part of it, you know? You just see them over there fighting. There's another half that's here. Yes. And uh, Frank, any shout outs to anybody? Uh, totally. Shout out to the the team that his son played on. (laughs) I hope we we make it all the way. Good job, guys. Good job, guys. (laughs) Yeah, hey, you know... uh, Hey, same thing, you know, uh, military, you know, thank you for everything, you know, thank you for your service. Yes. And, and the families, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, so, uh, our regular shout-outs, we got uh, Mega Man. Mega Man. The hardest-working dude out there. In and podcasting, yes, sir. You, you know what? He did a podcast with a dude called, um, 
Yeah, see, a dude called, that's actually his name. <laughs> the dude is, is called uh, a dude from LA. Uh, he's got his podcast. Yes. Re- really good. And um, I was uh, um, communicating with, with him earlier. He lived right around the corner from where we grew up. We grew up on Townsend and Winter. He grew up on Malabar in winter. Man, Malabar yeah. comes up and it turns into the alley the, right the, there. That connects to Tanga. Yeah, right, right next to where Tanga used to live. Mm-hmm. So he grew up there, but he's about 13, 14 years younger than us. So we probably never crossed paths. Yes. But yeah, he grew up in the same spot. So, uh, Small world, bro. Yeah, Mega Man did a, a, a podcast with him. So uh, shout out to, to both of them. Uh, also, uh, Kiko, uh, Alfred Robles. He's going to be at the Ice House in Pasadena on uh, May 2nd. So ever look him up, a funny cat from the old block, and uh, he's, I really enjoy his uh, stand-up comedy, man. Yes, yes, good, good dude, good dude too. Yeah, not only funny, but he's also a good person, man. If you guys get to meet him, he's a uh, down-to-earth cat. You know? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, he hasn't let success get to him yet, or maybe he's not the play where he's successful enough to be a dick. But <laughs> hopefully, you'll, you'll be there, Kiko. <laughs> and then you got the, the let, let me know podcast. Hey, shout out to you guys today. Thanks for the sticker, brother. Uh, Appreciate it. Uh, we got to get together because uh, I reached out to him today because uh, 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 we were going to connect it, but we were uh, busy. Couldn't do it. So uh, we'll reach out to you, brother. So that's all I got, Frankie. Anything else? All right, guys. Everybody, thanks for listening. We're out. Sandy. Bye. Bye. Peace.